The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Another episode of UFC Unfiltered. Once again, I'm in my messy room because the construction is not done yet. Hey, hey, now listen, and I'm going to come at you the right way because I love you so much and I could tell tell the mood you're in because if you were a superhero, you'd be a little, you'd have a little cape and you'd be Captain Miserable. No, incorrect. You look look miserable. Incorrect. I'm I'm a little, I'm a little under the weather and I'm I'm tired. I'm sorry. I had a rough travel weekend. Uh, I stand by what I'm saying, then. Yeah, you do. Are you kind of no? Miserable? But I'm I'm sleepy. I don't feel miserable. I mean, after hearing that, now I am. But I was actually not. I'm not in a bad mood at all. I feel pretty good. Just tired and uh, kind of done with life being this way. Like I just want to get the oh whoa the uh, oh no 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 you're not getting that lucky no no, no just just I want my construction finished. Jimmy, holy heart attack! You, don't pause. When you I didn't mean to. No, no, you paused at the wrong time. You oh, not I was about to run to the Long Island Railroad, and I'd be there. Why were you going to do it too? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you'd want? You no. little fuck, misery. Lo- you want me to go too? I try to stop it, Jimmy. I, I know you, com- you comedians, and your track record. Tears of a Clown. Tears of a Clown is not only a great Smokey Robinson song. We are disasters. But no, I, I feel like I'm just oh, done with life shit. being so I'm done with life being oh. so like uh messy because of the construction. I just want it finished and I want to live in my full my my whole house. But guess what? What, buddy? Yeah, I mean, well, I hate saying that. I, I gotta I gotta start get that out of my whole fucking thing. Guess what? what? Guess what I did this weekend? No, because it's a it's a whole it just that takes was- a just like I'm explaining this, it takes some time. Put down that chip glass when I'm talking to Why? you. Why? I want you to look at it. We have to bring in our guest shortly, by the way. Okay. Well, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. You said you hate when someone says, guess what? And you were talking about. Um, <laughs> now, now I'm going to guess what I was just thinking. <laughs> Alex Ponovic. Um, we have not had on. I a love while. Alex. I he's do actually, too. You know what? He's actually a, 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 an actor that could handle himself. He used to box. Oh, I know he did. Yeah. And I don't know. I want to bring this up when he's on. I want to talk about real actors that are that are legit tough guys, not the fake tough guys. Yeah, 
Not the fucking thing. I want to talk about think, look at um Tom Hardy. That's what made me think about this. Tom Hardy just won a, a blue belt uh tournament in uh jujitsu. That's awesome. Yeah. He's under Gracie too, I think, right, Roger Gracie? I believe so. I know I know Roger Gracie's huge over in the uh in, in, in London and whatnot, the UK. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, in the UK, yeah. We, if Alex is here, let's get him in because he should be yeah. part of this conversation. Yes, he should. You know? And then we're gonna talk a lot of uh not only fights. A lot of my favorite things is pop culture. Okay. I like we it. have We don't have a card. Isn't it weird? 280 is not until October 22nd. Jimmy. And I'm it feels like I'm, forever. Uh, first of all, there's a, it's been too long, Alex. Hey, buddy. Alex, hey, guys. It's How been are you? too long, man. It's way too long. Thank you so much for having me on again, man. Of course. We miss you. You're a friend of the show. You have no idea how much that means to me. I'm the best part of it is that i have so many friends that go hey oh, you have an adventures mug you don't think i watched you in hawkeye with my family he watched uh, that shit you were great in that i hope thank I, you bro I, I, I think i gave you a message that i'm watching it i'm not sure but if i didn't i'm telling you now we enjoyed the heck out of it we it did was fun to do it was, i don't think i've said bro so many times in my life but it was yeah. pretty fun to do <laughs> But again, thanks for having me on. You guys know how much I love the show and I love you guys. So this is a blast. And uh, well, you're also like, it's nice to see somebody like you're an actor who like, who actually loves the sport and, and trained in uh, combat sports. But a lot of guys come on who, who don't really watch the sport, but they'll tell the producers, I love UFC. And you'd be like, so oh, cool. Do you watch fights? And like, yeah, I saw Connor fight in 2016. Like, All right. So it's great, but you're not a, but you're like a legit UFC fan, which is nice. Dude, I, I, I was in, uh, I was doing a Comic-Con in New Mexico watching um, watching the Edwards fight. Oh, my God. We were all sitting there, and I had one drunk guy beside me wanting to bat, and, and he's going, I told you, I told you Usman's not going to, uh, Usman's just going to win this and lay on him. I go, yeah. I just got to see him stand up. I got to see these guys stand up more. Yeah. And I think, I, I thought Usman, was so brilliant. He knew Leon's hands and kicks were next level. And, and I, you know, it wasn't the Ronda Rousey thing against uh, Amanda Nunes where she was like, oh, I'll no. stand with Amanda. I'll stand with Amanda, which is so not a right thing to do with someone right. like that when Rousey has that pedigree in, 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 in the judo. So I thought Usman did an amazing job in the fight. And man, when he showed when when Leon showed the jab and then came with with the with the left, I'm pretty sure it was left, and and ended with the kick. Like it was textbook. I told I told a friend of mine, it was literally you can't throw that combination in in battle round five unless you've done that combination at least fifty thousand times. It's just in your body. You can't think of doing that. It's yeah. just in your body. And with with that fight too, it, it's crazy. And part of the reason that Edwards won was that that uh, Kamara was still willing to engage. Like right. he really he could he could have. That's why Kamara automatically gets the rematch either way because he could have just kind of hung back, especially with you know, a few seconds left. And he chose to still engage him, and he chose. And he was clearly ahead on the card. He would have absolutely easily won a decision. So I really respected Usman for that. Even though he lost that fight, he was still willing to engage until the very end of the fight. And how gracious he was in defeat, like that. Like I thought he was so cool and yeah. awesome in defeat. And you know that that's not going to haunt him. He's like, 
here we go, man. This is the way the game is, and I'm coming back. Yeah. And that's part of being um, – I'm sure that's, that he learned that from his wrestling, his wrestling career. Because right. those wrestlers – they could go on a tear, but then nobody's, you know, unless you're Dan Gable who had the one loss, like nobody goes on a tear like that in wrestling. They're used to dealing with defeat and right. coming back from it. If they're not used yeah. to that, he never would have achieved what he did in wrestling. You know what I mean? No. He's even in, back. It, it, but even in boxing, boxing is all about the O. The O doesn't matter, man. Like, mm. like the O doesn't matter. It's about what struggles are you willing to go through? There's so many fighters when their O goes, they, they just lose all the confidence. They can't come back because boxing, I, and as you guys know, boxing is my first love. But I want to see great boxers fight great boxers. And if they lose, you come back. It's one of those things. Um, but that, like, to me, the, the, the UFC and mixed martial arts, there's so many ways to win and so many ways to lose. It doesn't, it doesn't um, equate you as a fighter if you have a loss. A good, like, I mean, TJ, like we, we're probably going to talk about TJ because um, he's, he's got his fight. Who's he's got his fight coming up? Aljamain. That's right. Yeah. Who is great? And I know Matt. He's your boy, and uh, I think I think he's a fantastic fighter, fantastic grappler. But TJ going up and down in weight, and and when he got really lean, uh, I guess it uh, uh, was the um, commentator dude when Dominic he lost. Cruz? Yeah, Cruz. Like he lost. He, he just lost too much weight so you don't see a lot of fighters i mean roy jones did the same thing roy jones goes up and because he relies so much on his speed he can be the dude that keeps his hands down and be an, an amazing boxer and and his speed and his power but going up and coming down you lose that millisecond right. speed those 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 shots start catching you so i, I think and i think al's got a, a huge shot at, at easily not easily but i think i think he's gonna take that fight for sure back to the uh the leon edwards what made it even more and you said it wasn't like the holly home thing and uh, for another reason was the amanda nunez uh oh, ronda is that what you said i'm sorry ronda, yeah. ronda nunez yeah well the difference another difference is like it, it he was almost defeated going into that fifth round. I really love that clip of his right. coach telling him to stop feeling fucking sorry for himself. I mean, that was you. There's no, and it's funny. I, I'm going to get to this later on, but uh, I'll say yeah. that in case I get emotional. Cause my wife would over the weekend, but uh, yeah. you got it. You got to be very um, honest in the corner. You got to be fucking honest. I hate these shit. Yeah. When, when I'm watching a fight and everybody in their mother knows that the person's down. And then in between rounds, and it's the fifth round going into the corner is like, you're doing great. You know, you no, well, something, nope. you're doing great. He's doing fucking phenomenal because you're right. losing, motherfucker. Right. You got to be, what are you, you're doing great. Why? Because you're making it through this fucking thing. If you want to win, you got to know you need this last round. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you need this fucking last round. And that's usually the fucking case, with, especially with the judges. That and uh, this fight is that there's a certain part technique and there's a certain part you know, motivational and getting through to them. And I love that coach for it. It kills me that I'm not remembering his name. Wait, man, let me ask you too. I, I congratulations. I know Miss Sarah won, which I think she's three and oh, if yes. I'm correct. I was very happy to see that on Instagram. I know um, Alex congratulated also. I saw that, Alex. I saw yeah, you on Instagram. That was did wild. you you were in the corner, obviously, because I watched the <clears> video <throat> of you walking out. But did she win by a decision or how did how did it go? Now look, she won by a decision. Yeah. yeah. Split yeah. decision. It was a tough fight. Now this is the deal. My wife is She's, she's, you know, she's going to be 39 next week. 
Right. But she yeah. has no wear and tear as far as like on her joints and stuff. Cause she never did anything in high school. Quiet right. Italian girl. The people that knew her from high school to now. Yeah. They're like, what the hell happened to you? That's what happens when you date an ultimate fighter type of thing. You know what I mean? Like they, they yeah. you would never expect it. You'd never expect right. it. And you met Anne before. You know how she is, Jimmy. She's very, very, you know, very, very a, a lovely yeah, woman. Sweetheart. Yeah. So, go, so if I want to throw it back, I want to throw it back to the corner work because the thing is, you guys, you know, trainers are there to coach and to teach and do the repetition. Yeah. I'll push you through, push you through. you got a few more rounds in you. When you're in the corner, you can't go anymore. You can't get into the teak. Uh, technique as much anymore it's literally it's all in your body man now it's all heart you know the whole thing of you know one of the things that i talk about a lot of the times is you know bisbee i think is an amazing fighter but in, in that fight against henderson he kept on going back to his power hand i'm like and i kept on going why are you going circling to henderson's power hand that's his bread and butter and sure enough he gets caught by, and that's where i was hoping i never heard it in his corner i never heard his corner going don't circle to his power hand and those are little things that you want you want the, yeah. the coach to be about but the, but the love and 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 the passion that the the corner guys have in the corner like with the leon fight in the fifth round of just going you you got this don't give up, man. You're there. Those are the guys that you need. And they have to be honest with you. And you can only trust them. You can only trust them through the process of the training. If you don't trust your trainer and, and you're in those situations, it doesn't work. I've seen other trainers just give up in the fourth and fifth round. They're like, look, I don't know why you're not doing it, man. Like you just, I don't, I don't know why you're not doing it. And it's not motivating to the fighter at all because no, it's but, so depressing. But when when you're coaching your wife, though, let me let me ask you too because you said the love that they have. No, no, no. Uh, but when you're coaching your wife, it's it's such a different thing too, right? Because you you want her to win, but you also you have the extra a little bit different than a regular coach would have. Well, listen, what Alec was saying was 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 correct as far as you have to be straight with them. Yeah, sure. there's technical advice that should be given. But sometimes there's more than that. There's more of, mm -hmm. you, know, you got to get your head out of your ass and you're going to regret this tomorrow type of shit, you know? Yeah. So there's a fine line with that. But you if you don't know the fighter, like you were saying, Alex, you don't belong in that fucking corner. If you worked for him for with a few weeks, what the fuck are you doing there? I very, a month ago I did it because Ray asked me to. And sure. I trust Ray with this this kid. And he ended up knocking a guy out, this kid Armando uh, from, from law. He, um when I was in there in the corner, Stephen Lee, the manager at law, I told you this already, uh, Ray's guy, uh, Jimmy, I'm getting all over yeah. the place, but, uh, uh, right on Ray's guys, uh, Sarah Longo fighter, but, uh, well, I don't usually, my point is this. I don't usually jump in a corner. I would, I never jump in a corner if I don't know the fucking guy. Sure. Like, what the fuck right. are you doing there? <laughs> and what happens is some, it, it's a couple of things. Some guys are there not for the fighter. They're not there for the fighter. They have this speech. No matter what happens, they probably have their speech already in their head yeah. to say, ah, so true. What did, what did, you know, they're probably trying to quote some shit they're thinking out of fucking watching Troy. They don't fucking give a fuck. They know yeah. what the camera is. When I go to battle with my guys <clears throat> or my wife or whatever, you're in the fucking trenches with them. They're going to a fight. If they same, if they had a beef and, all right, listen, we'll meet you down the block at the flagpole. Bring a few guys. I'm bringing a few guys. It's not much different. It's a fucking right, right. fight. Don't right. overthink it. I don't, that's fucking it. You know what I mean? We got a game plan. This is what we're doing. If you need to remind them of that, there's some guys you don't even need 
you, you're just there more of just fucking yeah, like, like Marab. Marab's he, there's no you know some guys are mentally just not gonna have a fucking problem. You're just there to keep right. them on course. If anything, pull them back a little bit, like Marab. You know what I mean? But what what I've also noticed, and and only you only the trainer that has worked hours and hours and hours with them will know that 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 minuscule moment where you see when the when the fighter sits down in the corner and they have this look on them. Only you know that look going, no, no, don't go back to that, that place you went back to in training and just gave up, packed up your shit and left that one day. You're, go, you're going to a spot that you don't need to go to. And then remember what happened after that. Like only the trainer that is trained hours and hours with will, will catch it before they do the fall. My dad, <clears throat> my dad uh, taught me um, was in my corner. Him and I had had a very one one of these relationships, right? But in the corner, very smart, has his deal. One of my earlier fights, because I come from a boxing background, six five at the time, I was two thirty five. My whole thing, because that this is what he taught me, was speed and technique. Power will be there. Speed technique, speed technique. That's all you have to do. And being a super heavyweight in the amateur division. It's usually ex-football or hockey players that are both that heavy when you're in your 20s type thing. Yeah. So I, I thought that these fighters were baiting me in because they were so, so slow. So I would like do the fake and I'm like, he's throwing a punch really slow, but I feel like it's going to be faster. I'm not falling for it. I got to the corner. My dad just lost it. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? You're faster than these guys. And because we had headgear on, he was so emotionally just gave me a headbutt just to wake me up to go, yeah. what are you doing? Just relax. You're faster than these guys. And I ended up winning the fight, just trusting him and him yeah. knowing me. So it was, it's an interesting dichotomy. You need people in your corner that know how you train, how you are. Like I tried telling my wife, look, because uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. I was about to say about like in, in jujitsu, there's like, yo, there's the master's division, these young kids. So she's supposed to fight a 34 year old a month out. That girl had something to do somewhere. Something went away. Something happened. Sure. She visiting somewhere. She didn't, I don't know. Something happened where she's out of the fight. So Negley has somebody, Lou Negley, the promoter. He goes, look, we got somebody, a girl, but she's 23 years old. She's four. She's four. Uh, she has four fights. So she has two more fights than my wife. She was two and two, but she's a 23-year-old kid, you know? Yeah. So that alone, I'm telling my wife, is like, yo, is is, is something. You'll fight your, you know, if I'm that other person's trainer, if I'm the kid's trainer, I'm going to go, look, you're fighting a fucking 40-year-old. Put it on this fucking bitch. I'm going to be like, yo, that's what I'm telling them. You're fighting yeah. a 40-year-old. You put it on them, you know? I remember when I was like in my early, when I was in my early 20s, I fought this guy, Graham Lewis, who was a legit kickboxer, but he had kind of like a comb over and he was like 36 so I remember I took him down. I fucking arm locked him at the Vanderbilt, Long Island. All my buddies like, ah, the guy's an old man. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, the point is my wife's a little bit older. So it was a fucking, it was a good fight, man. She, But it got to the point, the first round, we expected this girl to be very aggressive because in her fight, she in her past fights, we had some, some tape to watch. She was doing a lot of kicks and she'd do these bursts of just coming after her. But she wasn't doing it. She wasn't doing it. Until, and this is where experience comes in. You hear the bump, 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 10 seconds, and she go after her. So I'm so, and then when she go after, she get my wife backing up, and then my wife come back, and all of a sudden, that's the last thing for me. The judges in a close round, right. that's the last thing they're gonna see. But my totally. wife, in my mind, I feel she won the round. And in the second round, she did even better. 
you, you're you're walking into this yes. third round. Yes, so you're one to one. I felt this is what I told my wife. I go, look, it could be one to one. It, you could be up to, you could be down to. This is you close. Know, too you close. You gotta put it on her this round. So I got in the third round. My wife made adjustments in the second round where she was was timing this girl's bursts better. You know, she was trying to address her, having a hard time. Maybe she was she was going after her. But you know, when you when you want to push the fight, you got a corner. She was fighting in a cage too, which is awesome. You know, right. so she right. tried a corner. So it was a close going into the third. So like I said, I love my wife. I don't want to hurt her feelings. And when I first started telling her. She's like, really? I go, look, don't be, don't get discouraged. You're not getting discouraged. You're going after this girl. You're going fucking after her. You put the work in. We got two minutes left. I don't know what the judges are thinking. You got to go after her this round. And she did. So That's awesome. the, the judges, thank goodness, because one judge had a 29-28 for my wife. The second judge had a 30-27 for the other girl. So oh, I go, it was a split I go, decision. So I go, oh, fuck. Oh, it was a split. So I go, yeah. 30, 27. I go, what the first? I'm like, yeah. So I go, oh, now we're definitely fucked because yeah. that one person said, so the third judge, 20, 29, 28, my wife. So she got a majority split. She won the fucking fight. Sure she did. Which is amazing. You know, I listen, I have my three daughters there, my father-in-law. So Stop great. Me. First of all, Jimmy. Yes. Cut the shit. What? I now think it's he's great. Doing it, he's doing it on purpose. And we're, I, getting, we're getting back to some pop culture stuff. No, he's why? Little, I love it. I think it's, I saw the pictures. Dude, I thought they were great. I was very happy for you. And I was happy for her. Hey, I'm really happy for her. And uh, I, I'm getting my voice back. I took off. I usually do the 7 a.m. class on Mondays. and But I took off because my voice is still fucking shot, man. Yeah. Why is your voice shot? Oh, from, from the fights. And also, yes, yes. And also, it was just Saturday night. Young Marcus. Uh, young Marcus is a, he's a staple at Sarah BJJ. He's a young kid. Sweet kid. Picture if Urkel took the super serum. He's skinny, little black kid, but he, he takes a shirt off. He's like, wow, Marcus. He's always doing cartwheels and one-handed things around the academy. And young Marcus is a good kid. And one time he came to me and he's like, you know, man, I want to, I want to, he's always at the school, you know? And uh, he said, listen, I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking about having a fight, an amateur fight. I go, Marcus, I go, come here. I, I called the matchmaker right there. I go, look, Get young Marcus on my wife's card here in Long Island. That's it. Two months later, the kid's got a fight. And that wow. is fucking great. It's on my, you can see it on my, uh, I think I got it on my Instagram also. If not, I'll put something out there. I mean, it's so funny. You know, we went out to dinner after the Wayans. The Wayans was at law. So uh, my family, Co- Coach Colombo, Carol Colombo, who's my, uh, trained by Ray Longo. She's my wife's trainer. And young Marcus and my buddy, uh, Johnny. We go to uh, we go to Greece, the Grand Lux, you know, we're talking, you know, the and he's I'm like, yo, Marcus, so the family come? And he's like, oh, no, my mother, my parents don't know. I, he goes, he's 21. Yeah. The kid, he's going to school, <laughs> a nice kid. He goes, no, nah, I figured I'd tell him after like my third or fourth fight if it goes well. So, <laughs> so we're at we're at the way in, we're at we're at the we're, no, we're at the event, right? And we're there early. So I'm up, we're up in the front with a cage. We checked out the cage. We're sitting by the seats. I'm waiting for some of my wife's cousins to come so they can take the kids, you know. And so we're all up there. So all of a sudden this, this kid comes over, right? And it's Marcus's opponent, right? And now all I can say is, you ever see the, well, who's that? Who's that, that guy? Uh, Richard Ramirez, the fucking child. He's like black hair, black eyes. Yeah. And he comes over, right, with a hoodie on. And he's like, hey, guys. 
He's like, hey, I'm like, he's like, you're, I'm like, hey, 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 how you doing? You know, we always show respect, right? And I'm sitting my family yeah. and Mark, me, my wife, my three girls, and Mark. So, hey, you know, hey, good to see you. Okay, go, hey, you ready? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. I'm ready. I ain't good. Ain't good. Wait, we have enough. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take off. You gotta leave. They gotta. <laughs> okay, go be go stay ready somewhere. It was go, Jimmy. It was go. What are we gonna say next? We're yeah. really, really ready, kid. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just gotta interrupt because I, I had one of those moments. I told the story a few times at, in Miami career. I was fighting a guy because it was in Canada, it was the provincials. And I'm 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 at the weigh-in. So you weigh in, I'm with my dad, and the guy that I'm fighting was a big, big, strong, muscly, stocky kid. But yeah. he was one of those guys that was trying to intimidate me. So he had his mouth guard in at the weigh-in. And he's just chewing on his mouth guard at the weigh-in, looking at me. And I'm like, this guy's, this guy's a little off. And then you know how you warm, you warm up? So we were the last fight, super heavyweights. We were the last fight on the card. So we're there early. I go to the bathroom at, at the second fight. He comes to the bathroom again. It's like in a, in, not in a massive place. He comes, he's already geared up. He's got his headgear on, mouth guard in, at the urinal right next to me. I'm like, all right, I guess you're ready, huh? He goes, I'm ready with his mouth guard in. So then we, we, then he's going to um, the warm ups and he's going crazy on the warm ups. Insane. My dad looks at him and he, but watch the warm-ups comes back and goes, um, Alex, just be, be, be cool, be calm. This, this kid doesn't know what he's doing. He showed up to the event, rented a limo. Again, amateurs. Rented a, a limo. limo. Oh, I love him. Dude, with a, rented a limo, came out with his, with his uh, girls. We get to the fight. He's bouncing around and everything. We, and, and they don't do the like middle thing in the amateurs. So the referee just kind of gives us the, okay, time to fight. He sprints at me, grabs my legs and tries throwing me over the top rope. That, that was the very first moment. So I, I kind of do a turn, hold on to the rope. The referee comes in. There's a video of my dad coming from the corner with his big meat hook, ready to slam this kid. Other coaches are yelling, no, no, no. So then they separate us and he's now going after the ref. And I'm going, dude, calm down. We're going to fight. We're, we're going to fight. It's going to be okay. We're going to fight. Alex, did this guy have any other fights prior? One fight. How, really? How'd that go? That sounds like, like wrestling win energy. Win by yeah, one he, rage? <laughs> it, it literally was. So we, we let it go. We let him do the – came in. Again, he came in like this, and it was just a nice, easy uppercut. Dropped him. Now he's on the ground like I knocked him out. I didn't even feel like I did. He's on the ground like I knocked him out. I'm about to step over him because I'm in the corner. And he does like a push-up and get, springs right up and tries to throw me over the rope again. That's then they call the fight. But why I'm telling this story is because it, it's this weird intimidation factor that they think it's going to get into your head. The more experienced you are, the less you need to do any of that shit. There's, oh. a tight, there's intensity there's cool intensity trying to get in other people's heads, but that what you're talking about is just it's just out of the norm. It's just weird. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters 
both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What do you think about, um, it's funny you're talking about the, the, the game of being intimidated, and it made me think of Anderson Silva, and obviously he's fighting Jake Paul in the boxing. Now, when you look at a guy like Silva, who is really good at that mental game, he's good at getting in your head, and that's why I mean, it cost him the belt with Weidman, because he was trying to get in his head, and he got fucking dropped. Exactly. What do you think, and a guy like Jake Paul is good at getting in someone's head because he annoys people, pisses you off so much that you want to just swing for the fences and kill him. Right. What do you think about this fight? I mean, a part of me thinks Jake Paul is going to win because he's so young and he hits so hard, even though I really want Anderson to beat him. What, yeah. what do you think? Well, I, you know, it's, it's interesting. Anderson's 47 years old. Is he 47? I think he's 47. Wow. Look so it up. Good. I think he's 47. But he still has the skills. He's a, a KG veteran against a young buck that, that is full of piss and vinegar. That's a totally that's a totally different ball game it's a totally different ball right. game because the KG veteran can like have that nice move now if jake isn't that wily kid that wants to knock out the legend i totally see anderson using his skill and his movement i hope he doesn't try to play around with him with his, with his chin down or anything or chin up in the air i really I, i'm going for anderson and it's so weird when this whole thing started with jake paul I was not a fan. I just thought this is yeah. this is bullshit. But the kid can fight. The and, kid yeah. has some, and I love how he's doing it. He's doing it in a way that's building his brand and building his name and actually building the fighters that are around him, which is really interesting because he's holding these cards with actual fighters on the undercards that are getting paid. I love it. I think it's great. I think how he's going about it is great. But I think Anderson is a really big test. Which Anderson's going to show up? Is it is it is it going to be a forty seven year old Anderson, or is it just going to be a dude that knows his range, knows his technique, and and because again, as you know, it's not always just speed and power. It's the it's the timing of the punches. It's it's throwing those punches in between the wide punches. But it 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 all depends who shows up. But I think it's brilliant on on um jake paul's part to pick someone that is that much of a name but also 47 and has been boxing like silva has been boxing so i don't think silva plays games with him because silva knows that he can he, that, that he has power and he i think he's also taking boxing really seriously um and at 47 you can't afford a mishap but i don't think jake runs right in thinking he can knock him out because he used to idolize silva and right. when you're fighting someone that you look up to that much, you, you might even make them out to be a little larger than life. So he may go in cautious. And if Silva uses his speed and he's never fought anyone who moves like Anderson Silva. But it's also that's what happened with Israel. Israel was fighting this legend 
and, yep. and he and he couldn't get him out of there. So I agree with <clears throat> I agree with you in that and seeing how Jake Paula. But does he does he have that maturity to go in there and not be awestruck and be a little bit you know trying to get out there? His energy it's just a, it's just a compelling I, a fight and it's smart. But I, I really feel like Anderson's going to pull this off. He's going to pick I him hope apart so. with a jab. He's going to move a little bit uh, really nicely. And what he did, he, he fought uh, Chavez Jr., who was a world champion, and he beat him. So yeah. he's got the endurance. He has the fight background. It's eight less or, or six less limbs he has to worry about with the elbows and the knees and, and feet. Yeah. So it's a straight-up boxing match, which almost makes it like, this is easier than if I'm doing MMA. And I know, and, and I feel like Anderson understands his own cardio so it's just a compelling fight i might even go to that fight just to just to take in the environment hey is first of all i'm going with anderson too i think jake's gonna try to get him out of there he's gonna commit to a punch he's gonna roll some shit counter him <clears throat> and i believe if you don't think he hits hard look what he did to tito's huge head and yeah. plus the and plus the older you get the the, punch, the power doesn't go away it's just gonna get heavier he's just the bone density you know he's just his punch punches are just harder so i agree although he does you're right he has to worry about like like the, the the eight less limbs defensively is is great but offensively he also has a few less weapons and when you're as good as he is and you move the way he moves how much of that the fact that you also had to worry about his knees or a tie clinch or his feet jake doesn't have to worry about any of that so i, right. I wonder if that added to some of what he was able to do in mma because he he also was able to use those weapons Makes total sense, but again, he, his hands were always great. I mean, look what yeah. he did with Forrest. For, it was all it was all yeah. hands with Forrest. Like it was so interesting to watch someone yeah. be that good. I just hope he doesn't fuck around. I hope he doesn't try to be in the corner, hold the ropes, and try to do a Muhammad Ali. I like you're not you're not that spry that you can get away with that. I I would just I want to see him take it seriously, relax, and just have fun and let his hands go. But I am going with Anderson. Yeah. Hey, did you see? Did we talk? We, I touched base on it earlier. Did you see Tom Hardy compete in a jiu-jitsu tournament? Did you see that, dude? I, dude, I thought it was awesome. Well, check this out. I did a film with him. Oh. I did a film. Yeah, I did a film called "This Means War" with him. Nice. And 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 uh, if if you see it, I play an I play an overzealous MMA dad. Oh, that's, that's cheering his like six-year-old son to land crazy elbows on this kid and it's his it's his friend's son so we're like standing next to each other and i'm like ground and pound ground and pound and he's like looking at me and so i we had this cool interaction if you if you remember to watch it it's because i i slapped his face and slapped his ass i kind of demean him a little bit and then he turns it around on me at the end of the at the end of the movie but this was right after he did warrior so uh -huh. we got into this amazing discussion he was like man for me warrior i fell in love with mma mma was like i was blown away at the training blown away so that was way back then when he did right before so this means war he just finished shooting warrior so he was already in the mma we were talking we i think we went and watched one a, a ufc at a restaurant after that but um he's legit he knows his shit he, he's very serious about his shit so to watch him win it, I wasn't surprised because I know he's he's been doing it this long. But to watch him compete and win it was really cool. Really cool to see that he he's still at at a, at a high level and 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 wanting to continually learn. So his his skills were already there. So it's pretty cool. 
it's always surprising to see someone who is an actor win a it's always even if he's good to see them actually win like a real um uh, you know like a a, a, a combat match mm-hmm. is is really always a surprise because that's a, Tom Hardy's a guy who doesn't need to put that much effort into it because he's got money and a huge career so the fact that he's willing to do that is even more yeah. impressive it's not he's not Mark Gaston so he's he's legit he knows the stuff that he's doing and, it, and it's it's honestly it was uh it, it was really cool to just i mean we obviously didn't do anything in the film that we did together but watching him, him in warrior and how excited he was to be a part of that um yeah. I, i'm still i'm stoked that he kept it up it'd be great that if he was in that in that jiu-jitsu tournament when he had his back of his opponent and he's strangling him he should hit, hit him with like bane lines like <laughs> you feel like you're in charge and shit like that i can't you're do the bane thing do you feel yeah. like, or do you feel like he put his hand on his face uh, bane was great bane was oh, a great character amazing i i stole some shit from him and when i saw, i saw him do some stuff physically that i was like oh fuck i'm using in that and some other shit that i'm gonna do so yeah he, he's honestly he's one of my favorite actors right now like he's from, great from mad early, max oh my god but even I love he, before before that he did some amazing films that i was like who is this fucking guy and he's just that guy and sweetest fucking guy you'll ever meet he'll he'll bro out with you but also be super kind to anybody that's around him he's a he's a really really great dude really yeah. great. what movie is this from don't leave the belts get the pelts don't forget to pick up the pelts remnant <laughs> yes pelts right pelts yeah oh, very good. dude everybody's getting scalped he's like don't leave the pelts it's fucking so, crazy that's so check it fucking amazing yeah amazing great. but but check this out he the way remember with his hair how his hair was all kind of screwed up because it was like an attack like it was after a, uh, some sort of yeah like, like almost like a something and, I, and so i did a tv show called c with jason momoa who is also an yeah. amazing fighter that dude can fucking fight can he really he, oh yeah dude that that dude can fight and so i remember seeing him in that and the character that i play in c I, I i basically said fuck up my whole fuck up my hairline fuck up my thing just and they're like well how and i just showed them the picture and they were like oh, okay got it so if you ever get to see c and, and and see me in it um that that hairstyle is inspired by by uh by the dude by the dude are you, are you still doing snow piercer or no is that done we just we just finished uh, season four and they gave us the final season, which was great. So we got to wrap it up. So that's coming out in the near future. That's how many seasons that you said? Four, four. Now, how many? How much shit can happen on a train? Isn't it on a train? <laughs> yeah, it's one hundred and six hundred and sixty nine cars or something like that. So it's Jesus. just yeah. So it's like a whole and the and the train. What's so cool? Fuck it, I'm going to say it. If I get in trouble, fuck it. Um, It's so cool because we find a pocket of land in season four so we can actually get outside of the train. So as an actor, we get to see, because in the set, in the studio, you don't get to see the outside. We're just in the cars. That's where all the scenes take place, right? So in the set that they built in this pocket, we actually get to see the size of how this train is. And we're, we're sitting there go, I had no idea that this is how big this fucking thing is. Cause we finally got to see it from the outside. It, so it's 169 cars. It can, you know, it, it, you know, thousands of people live in on this train. So what's it, it called? It very, I've never seen it. 
Snowpiercer. Oh, that's there awesome. A, there was a movie with Chris Evans. I watched. That's right. How did you? Was is it like that at all, or is it way different? It, it, it's definitely it's definitely derived from it. There's a lot of stuff that are from that is from it. But Jennifer Connelly plays um, the lead. Uh, 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 um, um, I can't remember why my blank and I'm Diggs plays. Uh, Diggs plays um, the second lead in it, and uh, he was from Hamilton. He's one of the dudes from Hamilton, but he kills it. He kills it. Conley kills it. Um, you know, and everyone had a crush on Conley, so I was like, Yeah, elaborate. Yeah, yeah. She's young. She's young in that. I'm not saying. Yeah, but she's still. Let me name, a, still let me name an older movie fan. <laughs> oh my God. She still looks phenomenal. But um, but yeah, they do such a great job in storytelling on that show. And they, you know, we got we it was supposed to be only two seasons, but they gave us another two. Um, and Jennifer was kind enough to go. Yeah, I want to finish and do another two with you guys. So we were we were very lucky to uh, kind of get it done. But it was interesting because in the season. In season three, I had a a very nice, great story arc, but I couldn't do it because I booked Hawkeye. And then they were so gracious enough to let me go do Hawkeye, write me out a bunch of episodes, but also allow me to come back instead of just killing me. Right. So then now now season four you get to see kind of the evolution and 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 the finishing off of all our of of our storyline so it's it's cool very i've been written i've been written out of things too but it's never because i had another project (laughs) it was never that reason (laughs) didn't they bring you back in power oh no didn't they shank you or something (laughs) i got killed after two seasons yeah i actually didn't think i'd make it two seasons though isn't Um, that the best feeling like you literally think okay in and out but then they call you back it's like oh I guess I'm doing something right. Cool. A few episodes, yeah, and then I, and, I, and that was the last. It was the season finale. They killed a lot of people, so I was happy I made it as far as I did. Um, awesome. What do you think? Uh, I think it's uh, my eyes are so bad. I believe it is uh, this Saturday uh, coming up. Mackenzie Dern against uh, Jan Shannon. Um I think that is this Saturday. Am I crazy or no? Let's get confirmation on is that. that. Is- is that uh, this Saturday? March first on ESPN. Oh, it is. It's March first. Okay, wait. Way, way off. No, wait. That says match one. Wait, hold on. That's that says time. match one. You're messing me up here. Oh my bad. Is it is one? this Saturday. <laughs> I knew what you did. It's very small. I'm making it. I I did the same thing when I looked at it because the you day is it was not March first. No, I knew it. Oh, it says September twenty seventh right on top. Um, oh, that's a contender series. That's Tuesday. See, I'm all. It doesn't say the date. Uh, yeah, it says on the side. Uh, Sorry, October first. On 1st. the fucking side. Pre- totally my fault. You guys are stitch show. No, no, you know what it is. It's, it's, <laughs> we, I, I like the new prep sheets. The new prep sheets are very good, they're but very they, good. they're structured a little differently. So the date is on the side, and Matt did Got the it. same thing I did. I thought it said match one, and Man. I looked at March first, but uh-huh. Matt just yeah. We got a new producer, yeah. just so you know. We are, not that we were, we're, we're um. This one was my fault. So professional here, Alex. I think you know us by now. But I know got, you guys. We got. I just love. I just love the riffing. The riffing oh. I can watch forever. Oh, we have so we have so much fun. I but, know. Uh, what do you Dern. think? Uh, what What do you think, Mackenzie Dern or uh, Shonan? Um, he, she's lost. Uh, Yana's lost two straight, and uh, Mackenzie Dern's five. Like she's Dern, number man. six. I like Dern. I've always liked the, uh, her style. And, and I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I like Dern. I loved her style. Yeah. yeah. I know. I mean, listen, I'm go- I, I always kind of am biased towards the uh, jujitsu people. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know her father, Mega, the great Megaton Diaz. Uh, 
I, I like Mackenzie Dern. I like her trainer also, Jason Perillo, who's you yeah, know right. he's getting some shine now because how good Marlon Chito Vera is. Yeah, there. but he's been around a cool. while and he knows his shit. He's he, he obviously with Michael Bisping also. He's got a champion and uh, and he and he's a he's a really good trainer and he gives a lot of personal. It, it's a real yeah. It's a real Mickey Rocky bond with him and his and his and his pupils. Mickey so, Rocky bond. I yeah, I like it. I do. And and that Mackenzie Dern. He's smart enough to make her dangerous with the hands, but also know what her bread and butter is, and that's her jiu-jitsu. Right. Her jiu-jitsu is fucking phenomenal. I mean, See, phenomenal. It, the, how frustrating we're you know. Sorry to take it off this fight for a second because okay. I because I love I love I love the discussion about trainers and fighters because that relationship can make or break a, a career. Like which I which I it, it's such an a lot of people don't think the trainer has that big of an impact. But they they so do. And how frustrated were you when Rhonda just decided to stick with her boxing, with her boxing coach, and not go to her bread and butter all the time? I totally get she was knocking people out, but you got to have that thing in you that makes you go, okay, th- this is I'm making this harder than I should. And to have the trainer there going, use your use your judo, get them on the ground go go to your bread and butter we can do the the next fight we can work on the hands a little bit more like right now let's just get the fight like nunez has such great hands she has great jujitsu too but i know that i know i'm going back to the ronda thing because it was just it was it, it, it's it's the epitome of not listening or not going to your bread and butter was that fight. But didn't she Nunes- try? Let me ask. Sorry to interrupt, Johnson. Let me make because I remember her g- grabbing for. Didn't she try to grab high? But Amanda is just such a a, a good puncher. Didn't Ronda try to get in and maybe throw her or get a hold of her, and she just couldn't. I did. You're absolutely right. But she did that after she took a bunch of shots. Uh-huh. So then she she wasn't setting up her takedowns. So she was just like just trying to grab. She was already hurt. I would have loved her to do a lot more feints and at least at least try with feints and getting in there and movement, getting off the cage, rushing her. I would have loved to see a little bit different and just to, as opposed to like feeling out her hands right off the bat and then eating a few shots and, and then then it was the grab. So no, I, I totally hear what you're saying. I just I, I felt I felt like. I felt like that fight could have went a lot differently if she didn't listen to her corner there's cre- in that, in that aspect of it. Yes. Yes. Well, there's creative, well, there's creative ways you can use to getting it to the floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, personally, I was looking to pin up uh, Eve Edwards up against the cage. He was making enough space to fucking leave me in the face. I pulled butterfly guard. I attacked his leg. I got on top. Shoney Carter. I did it from the clinch. There's other times I'd shoot in. I know I'm not getting BJ Penn down, but I'd shoot in, lift up his leg. Then I drop it, hit him. Then I lift up the leg again, take him to the cage. It's about keeping him guessing, doing things. Right. That's, you know what I mean? There's a ton of stuff you could do then. And all those fights I just met. Well, I might as the first Shoney when I got the back fist. I was, I got out on skate. You know what I mean? From yeah, being yeah. on the bottom to getting on top several times. So I th- that's how she, she could have done a lot of stepping in with a jab, stepping out, stepping in, looking for a single. There's different ways that she could do a whole camp on just closing that distance being the main aspect of it. Even going to jump the fucking guard. She's so good on bottom. She could tie up those long arms of Nunez and possibly right. get a submission. She'll get a reversal. And then she's, you know what I mean? So that's, that's as a coach, that's where I would have tried to, I, I love that you said that because I was literally going to ask you what you would have, how you would have got her going into that. So that's, that that's very cool. I mean, look at, 
I'm sorry. I, I was going to say it's similar. Look at, how about this? Look at Marab. And I know Dana wasn't happy with it and he didn't like the performance. I fucking loved it. Look at, uh, look at Marab versus the great Jose Aldo who just retired and we love him. Yeah. But, uh, and what a career he had, but you know, look at him in that. Did he get, did he fall in love with his hands? He what he, he struck, he struck standing up. He was hitting them, but yeah. he stuck to the game plan. Out of everybody in that whole fucking division, minus Aljo, uh, you know, we thought Jose Aldo was the hardest fucking matchup because he's hard to get down and he's right, hard to right. get down. Nobody's right. ever really did it except for Max Holloway. And he did it after knocking him down with strikes. You know what I mean? And then that's right. That's right. If you're a strict grappler, as Chad Mendez, as these other guys, the great Frankie Edgar, it's hard to time this guy and get him down. And Marab was, Marab stuck to his game plan. He did not play into that guy's strengths because, hey, all right, he got shitted on in the post fight thing by Dana. You know what's worse than that? Going to the hospital and fucking decapitated, trying to be doing a Muay Thai match with one of the best who ever did it in the case. Oh, did Dana? I don't remember that. Did Dana not like that fight? I don't don't remember his. Oh, he took a huge, huge dump on him. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. Marab does it, didn't win any fans. And listen, I love Dana. I texted him the other day, unrelated. I'm like, yo, I forget that creepy crystal ball shit. Do you hear what, what, what he did? Do you no. hear about this? Yes, oh, but he, he looks good, man. 10.4 years, yeah. Did you hear this or no? Guys, yeah. let's talk yes. about that for a he second. He looks yeah. great. I've been meaning to text him and ask him what the fuck he did because he looks shredded. Like in the last couple of months, you can tell physically he's different than he was three months ago. Well, maybe I know When I saw him at the weigh-in, I was like, is it just me or this? He's, he's leaned out huge. A lot. You've leaned out huge, Matt. What's that? You've leaned out huge. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Did you ask to see my abs? Jimmy, I have any excuse to do it. I know. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> I used to be a fat guy. They used to, Danny used to shit on me on a daily basis. He'd always yeah. see me. Hey, you look like you ate Matt Sarah. That was his favorite. <laughs> but anyway, he can't say that no more. He fat shamed me. The fat shaming works. Yeah, but, but dude, anyway, you're, you're ripped right now. You're ripped. Yeah, you're the fucking, you're the best. We should have you hey, on every can, Hey, what I, you know what I haven't seen in a while? Uh, your abs. Can I see your abs again? Come on, stop the shit. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah, my I God. I can't that. believe it. I'm in awe every time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Guys, let's get back to this. Hey, I don't want Dana to live. I don't like that shit. I go, dude, that fucking creepy crystal ball. Cut the shit with it. He goes, dude, wait till I tell you. Wait till I see you. I got to tell you. So it's like, would you guys want to know if you could ask? I want a ticking clock, man. I don't want a ticking clock. But but it's not a ticking clock. It's not a ticking clock in, in a defini- definitive way. It's a ticking clock if certain changes aren't made. So I think it's really helpful. Like if he's looking at blood results and he's sitting down and he's going, but you can change that ticking clock if you make this. And it's all probably pretty good advice. But, but I, I totally agree with you. But it's it's different. We all have a ticking clock. We just don't know when that clock is going to end but to go for a physical and go and do your blood work and go okay look man this is what you need to do is fine but don't give don't give me 10.4 years i don't want i don't want that i don't want that in the back of my head i just want to live a healthier better life and then and move forward and take everything for granted not take everything for granted but that whole now now it's like i even now will remember 10.4 years and go and, and who knows? You're right. It makes me go, okay, I got to live this day a little bit more realistically and imp- 
present and make sure that I do the things that I should be doing. Maybe the ticking clock is cool, but it, that scared me when I heard that and, and hearing I got 10.4 if I keep on doing what I'm doing. You know, nobody thinks about it, but you're like, realistically, like, what do you got? I mean, what do I mean? I'm 49 uh, soon. I'm 48. Like, what do, what do I got? What do I, if somebody goes on oh, Batman, you're dead in 30 years. You'll be like, oh my God, 30 years. I got this and that to do. Actually, 30 sounds pretty good. But 10 years is fucking brutal. That's fucking, I don't like that, Jimmy. And Jimmy, I'm <laughs> yeah, trying to funny. make this a positive, positive thing. It's not a wonderful life movie, you fuck. No, but I mean, movie. it's it's good. First of all, A, two things. A, if the boss wants to know, I'm all for the boss knowing. And second of all, <laughs> I think it's good because you, you you're you're reacting to tests. It's not some guru that cups your balls and says, "Now let me just get." It's a guy who's looking at blood work. So if you're going to a guy who's looking at blood work and saying, "Do this," and and you're seeing results, that's a great thing. Then you know what? I'm second guessing myself now because obviously he took it to heart and took it took it seriously to the yeah. point where that's what he looks like right now. He's get he's in the best shape of his life. And he want, and he's good, you know, anything after 10.4 years now is a bonus to him. So maybe it is a great thing. Yeah. Or why is he looking so good? Did he make a deal with the devil? <laughs> is, he, is he looking good to a certain point? And then all of a sudden, look, man, the hour of the glass is going full uh, through. I don't know. Listen, Jimmy, that was going nowhere. Jimmy, <laughs> well, I enjoyed it, man. I disagree. Jimmy, I think it, yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. You're well, a bully. No, I'm not. Listen. I don't want, I want my friend to be around. I'm going to, after this, I'm going to go out and buy some fish oil because I don't know what my test would say. Wait, did he say to eat fish oil? No, I'm just saying it's okay. cholesterol. You know, I'm, I'm literally, because I know that that guy won't give me the time he gave Dana. So I'm literally just trying to leech off Dana's advice through you. Like, what did he tell Dana? Like, whatever he yeah. told him, I'll do the what, same thing. Yeah, shit. what did he, what supplements is Dana starting to take right now? What is he like staying away from? meeting and yeah honestly now that we keep on talking about it something it it, it it could be something that kicks your ass really nicely to get you into shape when yeah. you go there and the, and the guy's like well according to my thing you got like a, like maybe like a couple few years <laughs> i'll right. be like yo what what i'm f- robbing a bank man yeah <laughs> yeah right i mean who is this guy my yeah. mother told me my mother told me I only had two months to live, and she said it when she was pregnant with me. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. A question Peter Yan or Sean O'Malley? Go come on, Alex. Um, Yan is so strong 
man, he's strong and his boxing's a, a lot better. And you know, who, you know who I equated to and obviously in different era, different sizes, it's, 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 it's Ali and Frazier. You got, you got Sean O'Malley who's slick and moves and has great punching and has great timing in between shots. And then you got Jan who's really strong, like strong wide shots and he keeps coming forward. So is it the matador and the bull and who wins? Um, I, I'm a big, like, I, I think O'Malley's, I think I love O'Malley's style. Um, Jan's just a, he's just a, beast though so it it's a it's a pick em, but i i would i would i would go for uh man I, my heart wants to go for sean just because I, I love his look i love what he's doing and i have a feeling he'll catch him coming in and and the, i always feel like the 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 bigger guy is a, a good boxer that's has the height and reach will always be a good boxer that's shorter and with a s smaller reach so so it's all depending on how he's catching and coming in. Feints are going to be huge for O'Malley to, to bait him in. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to go with O'Malley. Um, and the, uh, Jan's a four to one favorite, which is interesting. Well, Jan has beaten is, Sandhagen. I'm oh, sorry, he's beaten Sandhagen. He's beaten Uriah. He's beaten Jose Aldo, uh, Dodson. And O'Malley has fought some good guys, but O'Malley against Munoz, there was a no contest. And against Cheeto, uh, he got hurt. I don't know why I said yeah. Cheeto and pronounced it. But O'Malley has not beaten the level of guys. I think Sean's a very talented fighter, uh, but he has not beaten the level of guys I think that Piotr Jan has beaten. But he hasn't I been told, matched up with him yet. I, no, 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 I, I know. I'm just saying. That's the only thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But there's, some, there's something about if he can catch him coming in, that could be, that could be a different story. But sure. Peter... Peter's got, I mean, he's beat some beasts. So experience in those type of fights, oh, like edges out. But there's something about that fight for me that uh, I, I see. Th th this is the only way O'Malley's going to go to the next level. It's almost, it's almost, this is almost uh, a Connor Aldo type vibe. He's got to make this happen to make his star rise. And, and, and it's got to be in, in, in spectacular fashion. Yeah, I mean, it's a very interesting fight. I could definitely see Piotr beating him, but I, I could see O'Malley tagging him too, outpointing him, staying away, because he definitely has a reach advantage. But Piotr's like a little fucking cyborg. You know what I mean? He's yeah. one of those guys. Um, but, you know, hey, look, Aljo beat him twice, so he has lost a couple of fights. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the second fight was, was really the, 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 the telling one. That was such a smart fight, man. Oh, yeah. Sterling, such a smart fight. What do you think about Makachev against uh, Oliveira? I mean, I would like to see Oliveira, but uh, Islam is really it's just so devastating. Uh, he may he may actually win that fight. I, I I think it's a close fight. I don't think he I, again. If we're going back to pedigree, I, I don't think he's he's fought the guys that that uh, Oliveira has fought. Yeah, that's true. But but we, we have seen Oliveira fold not lately, but we've seen him get hurt. Um, that's a that's a tough fight. But I'm if if Oliveira is in in that amazing confidence line um I, I i man he he's he's i don't know he's he's next level but israel's beast a beast so that's a tough fight man that's a tough fight islam is so confident on his ground game that he's gonna he's like he's wondering why people i mean have you even said like how could you say he has a good ground game when he's been finished like how many seven times on the ground or something i forgot how much times i don't want to paraphrase that right but they're kind of shitting on his ground game because they they because they believe in their wrestling 
uh, and they and there's Sambo. They have shirt. There's shirts out there. That's if Sambo was weak, it'd be jujitsu. Something like that. Something weird. Yeah. Right. But this is the thing. I'm not just saying. And I love Islam. I love those guys. I think they're yeah. bad. Because I'm a big fan. But as a jujitsu guy, and knowing how how pinpoint accurate uh, Charles Oliveira's jujitsu game is, people like to point to. Oh well, look at Kevin Lee. He was matching him on the ground. No, he fucking wasn't. He was. Right. He was. He was getting out of a fuck. It's like one of those fucking wildebeest that's getting across the lake and he got out of the crocodiles and another one's got his. He was getting out of one fucking thing to the other. Right. And it's a matter of time before he was done. And and he, it's not like he was down there resting. He was getting out right. of a fucking leg lock. Now he's in a guillotine and he's got his back and he's fucking. He finally said, dude, he didn't know where to go with him. So all you need is one mistake, one little bit of yeah. confidence saying, all right, if he puts me in a guillotine, Dustin poor he, Habib didn't give a fuck about getting his neck in. He knew that Dustin goes for the guillotine. He said, I'll let him put him in there and I'll let him tie himself out and then I'll get out and I'll beat him. If that's the yeah. same kind of attitude with Charles Oliveira, I think Charles could, if he doesn't tap him out, could literally put him to sleep or break something. That's how much yeah. of his jujitsu. And you put that together with how how he's looking standing up he's not looking timid no, so no. him if he gets him you know on wobbly legs anytime and it's some kind of grappling exchange it's even more to his favor so i don't know it's very very interesting I, it's, I'm it, really- it's, it's the mindset it's his mindset if he's if he's going in there as confident as he goes in there in the last few fights um it, it's a different Oliveira, man like it, it's it's gonna be it, it, that's just a really interesting but the but but yeah, they're both beasts, man. They're both beasts. It's really fun. This is going to be a fun one to watch for I sure. Love, I, I love a good ground war. I love them. Yeah. There's fights that people point to, Hagler Hearns in boxing, and they go, this one, that one. I point to stuff like Damian Maya versus Ben Askren. I point to that. Jake, right. Shields, Jake, Jake Shields versus Damian Maya. There's certain things that I like jujitsu used in combat. I love it. It's fun. Yeah. But listen, I know I know we're getting late in the hour. Yes. I'm going to go, Jimmy. I know. But I really want to talk about a couple of the shows I'm watching because I like the sure. people, people to know what I like to watch. Sure. Because they, they want to know. Or if they don't want to know, I just love discussing the pop culture. A couple <laughs> of things. One, and Jimmy, you told me about this. Or Longo. Longo definitely told me about this. I probably told you too. Okay. The offer on Paramount. Never heard of it. You were you serious? No, I read the book. I, I actually have not Holy seen the show. I want to see the show. I'm kidding. I read the book. It's about the making of the Godfather. It's called uh, Leave the Gun, Take the Cannoli is the book, which is amazing. Did you ever hear about this? I know I have. Godfather, it's a movie, yeah. It's called The Offer, and it's based on, like, you know, The Offer You Can't Refuse. It's based on, it's basically how the, it's it's a series on the Paramount Network on um how the Godfather movie was made. Yeah. How the mafia didn't want it made. And, but holy fuck, you don't. I, you heard stories about how Frank Sinatra was upset, how he's portrayed in it and this and that in the movie, yeah. uh, Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. But this is really, I'll tell you, Longo was telling me forever to do it, to get it, to watch this show. And I'm, I'm like, holy shit. I watched the beginning of it. The guy, one of the main guys in it, he was in, he played, he played a boxer in a movie, uh, the guy who broke his neck, Vinny Pezienza. Who's oh, the, yeah, yeah. That yeah. actor, that actor, fuck. He's a great actor. But uh, awesome. but it's a good movie. So yeah, I'll tell you right now, what a great show! I'll watch it because I love the book. That's my Jimmy, next one. That's my next one. The offer. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Gonna I have to it. tell Jimmy these things because normally I talk about yeah. what I'm about to say, and that's 
the next show I'm watching, which Jimmy's not going to watch, which he should. What's your favorite Star Wars movie, Jimmy? Rogue One? Yes. I loved Rogue One, but I would say... Um, Jimmy. No, uh, the, the original. I would say probably The Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. Oh, okay, you're gonna fuck up. No, he usually says like the the Christmas special, or he usually, <laughs> and then he says Jar Jar Binks is his favorite cat. He usually just he is my favorite character. Wasn't he in The Empire Strikes Back? No, stop it. With, it, was, it was with Liam Neeson and right, Jar Jar Binks. Stop, that was The Empire stop. Strikes Back. Can I just tell you something though about this show? Did you ever see Rogue One? Oh, Miles yeah. Teller is the actor. Miles, Miles Teller. Teller yeah. yeah, Miles Teller, yeah. Well, you, if you saw Rogue One and you liked Rogue One, there's no Baby Yoda's in it. I'm not shitting on Baby Yoda. It's great. I watched The Mandalorian with my kids. Sure. Right. Right. Book of Boba Fett was, eh, eh, right. eh. They made him soft. And this and that. But Rogue One, I, I, I mean, not Rogue One. Uh, Andor <laughs> is about one of the characters in there in the Rebellion. It's a very spy-like, man. I don't want to give too much away, but there's murder. Oh, see, that, that, it's, that it's was really definitely... Dumb. That was definitely that was definitely on my list, and and a lot of people have been talking about it. But you're giving you're giving it the thumbs up, loving it, loving it. And yeah, and then the last thing I'm watching, I'm really loving Andor and uh, the House of the Dragon. I'm still I'm enjoying that. I'm I, enjoying, I didn't see I last night. I'm a week behind. It's okay. I I haven't hit it up yet, but I will. But I, we we got to talk about my show. Tell, tell us, you guys. What? Um, no. That's his, that's, that's his agent screaming at him. Yeah, that's How come you haven't talked talk, about it? Talk about my show. That's, um, come on, man. I, hold on, on, hold on. I got to get my agent off the phone. So it's called Gen Zeros. It's on GenZeros.com. And um, it, it, it's, uh, it's a show that our team is producing and, and it's getting quite a bit of interest. But it all started as an NFT. Um, a company called House of Kiba developed these, these robots and in, 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 in a very short amount of time, like I'm talking under an hour, it made $7 million in NFTs. So they, be, look at this. They basically, um, how, do you, how do I unplug this thing? Just throw it against the wall. You're a big man. You're six, four, throw it against the wall. That's great. Break your hey. hands out. So tell us, what is this about this show? So, so I'm going to let it just roll. No. Um, so it's called Gen Zeros, and um, so it's basically what it happened today. Aliens yeah. came down, took all our resources, and left. And then the show picks up 200 years in the future, 2222, and um, the aliens are kind of not there anymore, but 10 factions were created. And in these 10 factions, they built the world to where it is now, and the aliens left a lot of, a lot of stuff because they just took the resources – so we reverse engineered the next level. And so technology is thousands of years in advance that, that we have now, but, but, but the population's at its stone age because the aliens came and killed whoever were in their way. So we have a show called Gen Zeros and uh, it's at, on genzeros.com when we tell it with um, live action. So you get the idea of, of the characters and then we go into a comic book which slow you get yeah you get to really see the environment of the, what we created and then the last panel of the comic book chronologically goes into the live action so I, I think I, I think you guys have an image of one of our NFTs yeah so that's basically oh, very cool yeah so that's what that's my character in it and and the big show Paul White is in the show um, some actors from the hundred. 
and and I'm a part of Aurora Clan. My my character's name is Bishop Kane, and and the responses we've been getting has been pretty great. But the cool thing is that we have new faction members all the time. So if you want to throw up the next faction, the next uh, character in the next faction, this this is uh, we're so proud. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Jim, I'm you're, jealous. A, you're a part of. You're a part of children of them and children of them are just badasses and uh. they're with the aliens. Um, so you're now a part of Gen Zeros. And then if you could throw up the next one, there, there was. Uh. No, 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 boo, boo. I look chubby and you got the GSP. That's perfect. Here. It's perfect. It this matters. Is perfect. No, it's great. No, it's, and you got the belt. Come on, you got the belt. Yeah, you got the got, belt. You, did I you, did you, I steal did I steal George St. Pierre's fucking headband? Yeah, you did. Okay, okay, <laughs> I take it back. That's what I'm saying. Is that you 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 took the champ's thing? It's like it's yours now in your belt. So am I wearing, who else? Am I, who else? Am I who else my, is, am, am I wearing my dad's armor? It looks like my arm is too big. That doesn't sound right, too. You have the champ's thing on your face. <laughs> no, you're, he's the, yeah, the champ's thing on your face. Anyway, I just wa- I, I just wanted to share with you a little bit of fun we had with uh, being on the show and showing you guys. That's on, great, uh, man. On our show, yeah. So we I'm actually it. trying to watch the trailer now. I mean, as soon as we click off, I'm going to watch the trailer. I think I need to reboot my computer because it keeps, but it's, but it's my connection. But it looks, I like how it's shot already. Where's the trailer? Um, trailer? Kind of like from, from almost like from uh, closed circuit TV cams. That's what the trailer looks like for this. Well, yeah. And we're, we're, it's, you just go to genzeros.com. And what we did, because it's an NF, I don't want to call it an F, NFT project, it's a literally a, a fantastic TV show with NFT components. But we're so proud of the show that we gave away on GenZeros.com the the first four chapters or eight chapters. So it goes from the live action is a chapter, comic book is a chapter. So you can chronologically see the story. And what's been great is we've been getting amazing responses from distribution companies. And, you know, we're, we're talking to a lot of streamers to make this an actual full-fledged show. It's got the palace intrigue of Game of Thrones. It's really, it's really cool. Um, it's a really cool idea. And we have the prologue that basically tells you how we, you know, you know how Star Wars has that, that dialogue that yeah. comes in the beginning. So the first couple minutes and the animation aspect of it just talks about how it started and where we are now. And this is where the show takes place. So anybody that's watching genzeros.com, um, it's uh, something that we're really proud of. I'm in Los Angeles right now. We just finished a film festival where we got to talk about the show and talk about the NFT components of the show, which is really cool. That's a, that's a G, G-E-N, zeros. Just so yeah. Gen zeros. Boys. By the way, I, I apologize. This is how stupid I am. Oh. And we can't even, I, I was, I literally went to the wrong website and was looking at something else. And as it was going on, I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't sound like what <laughs> Alex is talking about. So I no. apologize. Now I am on the proper one. Um, so awesome. I will watch this. I am yeah. truly an idiot. Throw, throw, throw up some graphics so people can see how it's spelled. And oh, this looks really, yeah, it's G E N Z E R O E S. Yes. Gen Genzeros.com. And, Honestly, it was one of those things where oh, these guys this. made made a lot of money on just images of robots, 10,000 uniquely different images of robots. And in 40 minutes, they made $7 million. But the best part of it, they were like, we need to give our community more. 
So can we make a TV show? So they came and asked me if I would, if I would help produce this TV show. So called a lot of my friends, got people involved and we got to be able to do this and give it to the fans. And now we're looking to do the, 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 the series or the feature and on a next level for, for the, uh, for the world to see so anybody can watch it it's for free genzeros.com and if you like it you can follow our community and it's something that's we're it's really special to us because fans are so involved within the project yeah you go to a lot of these you're you're involved with a lot of like the sci-fi stuff and everything is that is that a personal like you is that something you personally just enjoy or is your agent like you're right for this or is it just uh, well honestly i mean it started i just wanted to work man i yeah. just wanted to work and and being out of vancouver there's a lot of sci-fi stuff that happens so i was just taking jobs and and it just happened sure. to be sci-fi and it's it's something that uh, i just really fell in love with the community there's no better fans yeah. in the world than sci-fi fans yeah they are they're amazing. And, and, it, and it fills my heart that I can, you know, go to a Comic-Con and people can get excited just to meet me. And, and I can like that blows me away. I am. I, I love that stuff. The, the New York Comic-Con in uh, a couple of weeks, I'm t- I, my buddy uh, Armando, he's so great. He got me and my kids, uh, my wife, we're going to go to t- my kids, my, my girls, my, especially my oldest, my 13 year old, beyond excited. They're yeah, getting so great. Off. She got a Captain America. She, they just love are they really into it for girls. Wait, Matt, is that next week in New York? Uh, it's Friday. I'm not sure if it's next week or the week after, but oh. soon it's coming. Yeah. It's not this Friday, but the next Friday, I think. That's nice. Yeah, so I'll be there. I'll be there with the kids. Maybe we'll meet up, Jimmy. We'll be dressed. No, like- I, I'm going to be out of town, or I would. I actually would go. All right, definitely. You'd have to meet up with us and be part of our, you know, the New York Comic Con, October 6th through. Let me see what they're saying. Yeah, maybe. I'll be gone. I think six through eleven. Six through. That's 11. a great. I was at that Comic Con a few years ago. It's a great. It's a great Comic Con. It's awesome. We were going to go last year, and then they had the weird shit with they had to be vaccinated, and my we were hard. My kids were so upset. So I'm so happy that we're able to go this year. You know, because stoked, I stoked, man. But uh, hey, man, shoot, anything else, Jimmy? I'm, we gotta have you back soon, Alex. Had a yep. blast. Oh man, I love packing fights and work. I mean, I mean I've got. I'm, I'm doing a again. Um, I did a film with Anthony Hopkins Ooh. legend and it's called zero oh. contact. And we did that z- film zero contact right when the pandemic hit because uh, a friend of mine went to go shoot a movie in Bulgaria. The, the pandemic happened. They couldn't go. And they were basically going, we have to stay creative during this time. So let's shoot something over zoom. So I was like, yeah, let's shoot something. I'm totally down. So we're setting up our own, basically like this kind of format and um, and then he called he called Anthony Hopkins because Anthony was doing these hilarious Instagram videos and just kind of like going crazy. And and my buddy called Anthony, who we worked with before, and he said yes to the movie. So it's called Zero Contact. It's out there. So it was an NFT movie that turned into a Lionsgate movie, which is out that you can rent. It's out online. It's on all the streamers. But with the strength of that. And I think NFT is the future, but the strength of that and the NFTs, we ended up, we're now shooting the second and third film with Anthony Hopkins. And we shot in Antarctica in December. No Hollywood scripted film is ever shot in Antarctica. So we were there for nine days. A storm kept us there 15 days. We, there's, there's no airport. Um, we slept in tents. We had, we're in, we were in, we were in sleeping bags and hoodies and just, 
sleeping in these tents. It was, it was something I've never experienced and not a lot of people have. Um, so now we're making the second and third film of that coming up, uh, coming up this December again. Wait, you got to hang out. What a life you have. You got to hang out on a fucking block of ice with Anthony Hopkins. That's pretty well, awesome. No. Hopkins didn't come to those shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was our storyline that comes with it, but he's, he's the mastermind. He, he's uh, a very eccentric mastermind of a quantum leap time machine. And we're the ones that end up jumping off. We're supposed to go to Easter Island and then Cairo, but having Anthony hop, I mean, if you look it up, zero contact, what blows my mind is that I'm, on the fucking poster with Anthony Hopkins. Like that's that to amazing. me, I can, I can fucking retire right now and, and just be like, I'm good. Cause he's one of, one of my heroes. And yeah. Okay. Okay. Now uh, you, do we have time for a mini story here? Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. We'll check this fucking thing out. And I'm going to spit it. No, no, no. I, I don't care. I don't care if I get in trouble. So I, hey. I, I, I recently did a show with Schwarzenegger. With who? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. Oh, okay. So I'm 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 a geeking out because I've been a fan of his. Like it's it's the governor. I've been a fan of his since day one. Pumping iron fan, day one. I go I go to set for wardrobe, but my storyline separate from his. Yeah. So so I'm like God. I have no scenes with him, and it's his last day shooting when I'm going to do wardrobe. Oh. So I'm like shit. I gotta meet him. I just gotta meet him. So I asked the first AD, I go, look, I know, look, I'm the new kid in school here. Um, but if there's a chance I can meet him, amazing. If there's not, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. So sure enough, he goes, you know what? His car pulls in the back. Why don't we go to the back? And when it comes out, best I can do is ask him. I'm like, great. So he's about 20 feet away. The car pulls up and I see the AD kind of like talking to him and gesturing over his shoulder about, about me being there. Uh -oh. And uh, finally, Arnold kind of looks over his shoulder, sees me and gives me the nod. So my heart's going, cause I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I love meeting celebrities. I love sure. meeting people that I really admire. So I fangirl, I'm fangirling yeah. a little bit. My heart's going, I walk up to the motherfucker and I go, he puts out his hand and shake his hand. I go, um, uh, thank you so much for having me a part of the project. I'm, I'm a huge fan. You know, I love pumping you. And when, I mean, I love pumping iron and, uh, what, <laughs> and, he, and he was like, and he was like, wait a second, you love pumping me. I went, no, 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 no. I, I love <laughs> pumping iron. And, 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 and he goes, he just, he just kind of stopped. I don't swing that way. Hits my shoulder. Have a good time on the, sh have a good time on the show. And he leaves. I'm like, no, <laughs> the thing that he got from that was that I love pumping him. Was he was he playing with you? Oh yeah, he was hilarious. Yeah. He just saw a moment where he could take the piss out of me, but my soul left my body when I said I love pumping you, and I just tried. <laughs> I just tried pulling all that shit back. That was anyway, he was amazing. He, he took the piss out of me as he should. And he was just awesome. And it was, it was, uh, it was one of those fan moments. So when we talk about Hopkins yeah. and stuff, so. Thank yeah. goodness. Cause I thought it was going to go south about not wanting to meet your heroes. Cause you, I'm glad that ended nice. I was oh, worried. I like Arnold. I'm a fan. No, he was, dude, he was great. He's so much fun. He's so witty. He's, he's on point all the time. And he was super gracious and he just saw a moment to, to play with me. And it was, uh, I would have yeah. done the same thing. I would have done the same thing. 
I love that. I like to play with Jimmy a lot. Jimmy, yes. this is a movie of the aliens coming down and kidnapping you, and me and Alex got to go save my Jimmy. And I, I have something in my head. I'm going to bring it up. But anyway, yeah. Alex, <laughs> Jimmy, good talking you know, to you, Alex. What do you want to? Pro- Not nothing. As soon as you said I have something in your head, we only were lying. Uh, I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> It's so uh, me. Wednesday night. <laughs> Wednesday, every Wednesday except for one in October. I'm at the Fat Black Pussycat here in New York running my hour. Um, and uh, I'm very happy. So, and also check out Alex's genzeros.com. Is that what it is? G E N Z E R O E S. Correct.com to see your NFT project. And uh, it's always a pleasure, man. Yes. Thank you guys and for having me on. Sorry, sorry, Alex. Matt's uh, uh, Sarah BJJ, of did, course. And Matt's hey, on Cameo. Hey, did I yes. say that young Marcus won by rear naked choke? I don't even know if I said it. I don't know. Well, he, no. I told him, look, when that guy came up, there's that little, uh, the, 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 his opponent, the little ghoul. I go, you sent little Nikki back to fucking hell. He goes, man, I'm not looking at this guy. And he didn't. He went in but, there. He took this. And choked him out. And he flattened him out. And he got a rear naked choke, young Marcus. So congrats to him. Congrats to my better half and Sarah. I, I really yes. Know. Yes. So, and it's a great weekend for me. And it's always great to catch up with you, Alex. Yeah. You guys, it, it's an honor to always hang out with you. And people still talk about how you, you rear naked choked me on the first time we hung out. Which is like a badge of honor for a lot of my friends. So um, thanks for making me look good. And I love being on the show. Thanks for thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, we'll see you soon, man. Okay. Later, awesome. guys. Alex, take care. Matt, talk to you Wednesday. Later, Jimmy Bird. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because... If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.